No matter what you want to do in life, you can achieve it. The only thing stopping you from getting wherever you want to be is yourself. If you want to be a cook, you want to be an artist, you want to be a dancer, you want to be a creator, you can do it. Once you realize that the only thing stopping you is yourself, that's when you'll be successful. Everyone has heard like chase your dreams and like maybe they chase them for a year and then they stop. If you put in the work day in and day out and you firmly believe in yourself that you'll, you're gonna make it, that's all that matters. I don't care if anyone else believes in me because I believe in myself. And I think like once you get in that mindset, there's no stopping you. You are now tuning in to the Roughnecks Podcast with your host, Cole Nixon. Much love. But thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Roughnecks Podcast. I am your host, Cole Nixon. I'm a senior at Ohio Wesleyan University in Delaware, Ohio, majoring in business marketing with a minor in data analytics. I also play football for the Battling Bishops with a love for sports and entrepreneurship. That's why I started this podcast. I wanted to be able to share the knowledge and advice of sports figures and entrepreneurs with all of you. Just about every week, I try to bring on a guest who is viewed as a leader and motivator in the world of athletics, coaching, entrepreneurship, business, and just life in general. A new episode is released every single Monday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Don't miss Motivation Monday at the end of each episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Roughnecks Podcast and Twitter at Roughnecks Pod C1. If you want to contact the Roughnecks podcast about potential sponsorship or collaboration, then message us on social media or email at roughneckspodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review so you don't miss any of our future episodes. Shout out to Dante Fair for the podcast music introduction and PNH Studio for the logo. Now let's get into this week's show. Joining the show this week, we have an Ohio Wesleyan alum from Worcester, Ohio, Carter Franklin. I first really met Carter his senior year at OU, which would have been my junior year, and he was making hype videos for our football team. Fast forward, and I see him posting videos with Cardell Jones. Then one day I'm scrolling through Instagram, and I see a video for the Cleveland Browns' Miles Garrett throwing down some dunks. It was on ESPN and stuff. Like I saw they were the ones who posted it, and then I realized after looking at the caption that it was Carter who made the video. The videos that Carter makes tell a story and are inspiring, and it's crazy to think that he just started filming videos for a D3 football team and now is making videos for very well-known professional athletes. I'm excited to share the story of Carter Franklin in our conversation. Let's get into this week's episode. I have a very special guest joining the show this week, but before that, I want to give a little quick shout out to my good friend back from high school, Dante Fair. The music that you hear in the beginning of this with the voiceover saying tuning in to the Roughnecks podcast and whatnot, well, Mr. Dante Fair made that for me. So huge shout out to him. I really appreciate what he did. You can check out some of his music on SoundCloud through Donnie Drizzle, D-O-N-N-I-E-D-R-I-Z-Z-L-E. Check him out, show him some support like you guys support me. But now on this week's episode, once again, we have a topic in mind every month, this month's inspiration. I got a good one for this. Carter Franklin, what's going on, man? What's going on? Thanks for having me. I might need you to make uh, me a little video for the podcast instead. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, so thanks for joining for episode 18 of the podcast. Um, you know, I don't think this could have came at any better of a time than after a Browns playoff win. 
first one since like 1994 i believe like this is a perfect timing uh th- for this to come up they have a big test this week but i think they can do it i mean everybody will know the answer by the time this episode comes out but they got a chance yeah. so just to get started give us a little background on yourself yeah so like you said my name's carter franklin i graduated from owu in the spring of 2020 so coming up on almost a year ago uh, went to OU. I was recruited to play baseball there, so played baseball during my four years. Double majored in sports management and business administration. And for a long time, you know, baseball was all that was on my mind. It's why I went to play college baseball there. And honestly, like looking back, my freshman year, I think you know my goals were to graduate college and like open up my own baseball training facility. Like I wanted to stay involved with baseball for as long as I could after my playing days were over. And, you know, growing up, I, I remember I always had a, a passion for content creating, social media and video. And, you know, like going to Cavs and Indians games when I was younger, I remember like looking up on the Jumbotron and like seeing the hype videos and being like, man, that would be a cool job for whatever reason, you know, that didn't click in my head that that was something that people make careers out of until later on in my college career. So end of my junior year, going into senior year, I got my first camera and I was like, you know, I want to try this whole content creating thing, picked up a camera for the first time, reached out to the football program at OU. And I was like, Hey, like, I've never done this before and it's something that we don't have. Can I like come and create content for the football team? And, you know, the coaching staff took me on with open arms and, you know, worked full time with the football team, went to every home and away game, was creating videos for social media, game recaps, hype videos. And then after football season, I think, you know, a little bit more of the athletic department caught wind of what what we were doing. So I transitioned working more with the men's and women's basketball teams, did a little bit for the volleyball program. You know, I fell in love with it. After my senior year, I knew 100% that this was something I wanted to do as a career. You know, so I graduated college and started the job search. You know, graduating college in the middle of a pandemic is not easy, especially when you know, sports are getting shut down and I'm pursuing a career in the sports industry. So after graduation, uh, you know, I was lucky enough to secure a couple job interviews, one with the NFL, a couple with some other big division one athletic departments. And, you know, I became very close to getting some of those positions. And then COVID got worse. The sports world shut down. And many of those positions that I had applied for were eliminated with budget cuts and things changing. So that left me like, now what, you know? So that kind of transitioned me into like freelancing all of 2020. I think it's easy to look back at last year and look at all the negative things that happened. You know, I didn't get a job coming out of college. I was super excited, super, super young, super fresh, eager to get to work. But, you know, I consider myself pretty lucky and fortunate with, uh, you know, the opportunities that came my way. I, I, you know, had the chance to travel across the country, work with some pretty big athletes, but, um, you know, we can get more into that stuff, but that kind of brings me to where I am today. Um, still freelancing and still on the hunt for a full-time position somewhere. What exactly you said, you always had like that. You always kind of had the, like, you loved the idea of like content creation. When, when was it like, what clicked where you were like, you know what, I'm going to try this. You know, honestly, looking back, 
creative content doesn't exist really at the division three level. And for me, there's a guy by the name of Alec Palmer, who at the time he was at Baldwin Wallace University. And, you know, he was doing similar stuff with their baseball team. And he graduated college and got hired full time to work for uh, Trevor Bowers company, who's a he was a pitcher for the Indians. Now he's with the Reds through an internship I was doing that summer, I actually met Alec and kind of picked his brain a little bit. And I think that was kind of a turning point to see another division three guy, you know, doing something that no one else had done and then making it big. And I think that was a turning point where I really, you know, I, I got my first camera, you know, I saw it was possible. So I think that, you know, it, it's kind of weird. Cause I think about it, like, I always had that interest in video. Like, why why didn't I start freshman or sophomore year? And I don't I don't even know if I have the answer. But you know, <laughs> I'm thankful for everything that's happened. You know, I wouldn't change anything. But I think that was probably a big turning point. What was your first camera? My first camera was the Sony A6000. I shot everything at Obu on that thing, and it you know it wasn't a crazy camera, but it was good. It was probably like five hundred dollar camera. You know, since well, then I've I mean, it looks sweet. Thing. I mean, I can say that because I we will look forward. I can tell you, the football team looked forward to your video every week. We were like waiting, refreshing the feed to figure out when you were going to post it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you say that though, because like I look back at my Obu content and I I like cringe at it sometimes because like in my eyes, like I thought. I knew what I was doing at the time, but I had no clue what I was doing. You know, I was learning learning on the fly, like picking it up. Yeah, I was learning on the fly. And like, I feel like I've grown and came such a long way since then. You know, I look at that old stuff and I'm like, what was I doing? But you know, (laughs) it was cool. How long does it usually take you to edit a video? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, A lot of it depends on like how long the video is, you know, the effects that are going on in the video. I can make a TikTok that's a 15 second TikTok and edit it in five minutes or you know if I'm doing like a more in-depth like hype video I could spend like six seven hours on it you know it just kind of depends on what's going on in the video what was like the hardest thing at first like that you had to try and figure out like because as you said you were learning everything on the go what was like the hardest thing you think to like pick up I think like a big turning point where I saw like an increase in the quality of my content is like understanding how the camera works the camera settings and how things like aperture, frame rate, ISO, shutter speed, how things like that affect the shot. And that's going way over my head. (laughs) When I was at Owu, like I was literally, I feel like picking up the camera, turning it on and pressing record. Like I wasn't adjusting any of those settings. So I think like understanding how to work the camera before you're shooting with the camera is like a, a big thing that leveled up my content. Did you do any like online courses or watch like a bunch of videos or anything? Or did you just kind of do it all on your own? A lot of people in the industry are self-taught, like not like no one goes to school for this stuff. So it was literally just trial and error, uh, YouTube university, watching a bunch of, you know, tutorials and stuff. Didn't know something, look it up. You had, I, I noticed like, you know, after college, you kept it, you said you're freelancing. Where did Cardell Jones come from? Where, how did you get that? Yeah. So, um, I didn't follow Cardell on anything. I knew of him, but I didn't follow him. He tweeted out one day in the summer. He was like, hey, looking for uh, some high school athletes to uh, run some routes for me for a workout. I think it was actually one of my friends jokingly replied to the tweet. He's a baseball player, went to OU with me. 
And he like jokingly replied, he's like, hey man, I'm I'm 6'5", I'll run some routes for you. And that's how the, the tweet popped up on my feed. So I just sent Cardell a DM and I was like, hey man, I got a camera, like, can I come shoot your workout? And he responded right away. He was like, yeah, man, come on down. We'll be at Columbus, sent me the address. You know, I, I DM a lot of athletes. A lot of them don't re- reply, but you know, you'll get those couple that do reply and those, that's, that's all you those need. You need the ones that tell you yes. You, you don't, you can take a hundred no's, but it's, you need that one person yeah. to give you a yes. And that's 100%. all you need. hundred percent. So yeah, that it was kind of weird how it, how it came about, but you know it was a cool experience. Wow, we're now you're doing Miles Garrett. Where where in the hell? Because yeah, like you you were just stepping up from D three to and now you're all the way up at the professional level. How did Miles Garrett come about? It's a funny story. Um, again, like same thing. I wasn't really a Browns fan. I feel like I am more so now that I've been working with Miles. But um, you know, didn't follow Miles on anything. Same thing. Miles loves to play basketball in the off season. Like he loves basketball. I mean, so, he's, he's pretty, looks like he's pretty good at it too. Yeah, he is. He can he can throw down some dunks. He plays in this rec basketball league. Shout out to the P League. And uh, the owner of their league tweeted out one day. He was like, hey, I got a special guest coming to hoop tonight. If anyone knows any videographers. I was actually tagged by one of my friends under the tweet. So I sent the owner of the league a DM. I was like, hey, I got a camera. Like, I'll come shoot. And at the time, I didn't know who it was. I just wanted to shoot. I didn't care who it was. And he goes, hey, man, uh, I already got someone coming to shoot, but you could come if you want. And I was like, cool, I'll be there. And he goes, by the way, it's Miles Garrett. So I show up. Miles is playing pickup five-on-five basketball. And, you know, I shoot him. He, he's throwing down nasty dunks left and right. With Miles there was one of his best friends, and he also, like, manages his social media accounts. So I went up and introduced myself to Jeremy. That's his guy. And I was like, hey, man, you know, I'm Carter. You know, this is where I've been. This is what I want to do. Got his contact information. So later that night, you know, we got done hooping late. I got home at, like, midnight. I just sent him all the raw clips of, like, Miles playing basketball, all the dunks. And he's he's like – you know, these, these clips are sweet. I'll post them, but it's, it's, you know, it's pretty late right now. So you got time if you want to make an edit. And so I was like, all right, let's go. This is, this is grind time. So I'm up to like 3am that night doing a little mix of miles playing basketball, send it to him. He loved it. The next day, uh, miles posted it on his account. The day after that sports center, bleach report, ESPN, all picked it up. Did over like 2 million views overnight. And then I think that was kind of like, okay, this guy kind of knows what he's doing. And then from there, uh, Miles invited me to go hang out at his house. We did a little home workout video. Um, like a couple weeks after that, he did a workout with one of their rookie tight ends, went and shot that. Then he like went to camp and went into the season. And from there, it's like, okay, now I can't, you know, I didn't get the job with the NFL. How am I going to keep working with Miles? Honestly, I, I think Miles like got off to a really hot start in the season, and I was just going through clips and footage. He uh, he signed his big contract extension, and I had been looking at some footage, putting some stuff together, and I sent it to Jeremy, and he was like, "Yo, this is cool. We're gonna use this as a video to post when he when he signs his contract." <laughs> so that was like the contract extension video. You know, from there, the rest is history. You know, Miles is incredibly talented athlete, so his plays make for awesome content. Um, so I did several just like mixes of big sacks and 
plays from miles throughout the season. Then we got to the playoffs. You know, these past two videos have been different in the sense that all the videos before were Miles Garrett. He was the person in the video. And now we wanted to transition into bringing in the team, bringing in other guys, bringing in Baker Clips, Jarvis, you know, all these guys. And I think that also has leveled up the content just a whole nother level. Because now instead of making Miles content, you're getting all these guys involved. And there's more like, this is a big game for Cleveland this week. Oh, yeah. And, you know, this video was more than, you know, an edit for Miles. Like, this was for the city of Cleveland. But, you know, I'm extremely thankful for the opportunity to work with Miles. You know, I think it's it's helped me grow uh, tremendously over the, the course of the past year. Yeah, it's been fun. I love doing it. What's he like? What's Miles like? He's super quiet. You know, he's soft-spoken. A uh, really, really nice guy. It's I funny. feel like he, he got loves- a little bit of a bad name when, uh, you know, I feel like, but he's changed. It's kind of crazy. You look at what happened, you know, his yeah. the little thing on the field, but then like you look at it now, like he's up for man of the year. Like he's doing, he, he is a super good guy. It seems like. Yeah, no, he's an awesome guy. He's, you know, I'm extremely thankful for him. You know, this is something they didn't have to do. I was just a kid who graduated college and wanted to make content. You know, I'm sure that there's hundreds of other people who want to do what I'm doing. And for them to, you know, take that chance on me, I'm thankful for it. But, you know, Miles and Jeremy, they're awesome dudes. What's crazy is that you're recording football play, but it all started with a pickup basketball game. Well, that's, yeah. that's, that's so weird that it like, that's how it transitioned into it. Have you met any of the other Browns like players? Like what, like, are you on the sideline? I get, I mean, obviously you're probably on the sideline for games and stuff. For Brown stuff? Yeah. No, I don't. I haven't gone to any Browns games. So I get, yeah, I get all my uh, footage from the NFL and Browns. Most of it's on YouTube. Jeremy will, he'll send me some other clips that like the NFL sends to Miles. So I get some stuff from that too. But COVID like has greatly restricted how many people can be in the stadiums this season. So yeah, I haven't been able to shoot. But, you know, I think it would have been easy for me to be like, okay, I can't shoot. Like that's over. But, you know, I, I kind of adapted and did things that maybe haven't been done before in that sense. Yeah, no, all the clips are already shot from the NFL and Browns, which, you know, shout out the LCC program and the Browns team. Like, when you got good footage like that, it makes my job editing a lot easier, too. Yeah, because it's less editing that you really have to do. What's uh, – do you prefer doing, like – because you also take pictures. You did pictures and stuff. Do you prefer doing, like, pictures or do you like the video more? Uh, I definitely like video more. I, I like both. You know, I just don't do photo as much. I think I definitely see myself doing video more long-term career-wise in the future. Well, what's nice is you can almost do them essentially like at the same time to where it's a yeah. little easier. Since this month is inspiration, I'll ask you this. Who is your biggest inspiration? Man, there's so many to name. What I tried to do when I was getting into the content creating and social media and sports industry, I think it's easy for people to get in the mindset like I want to be a videographer content creator anyone else who who's creating content like they're my competition like I got to be better than them and when you flip that mindset to these are people doing the same thing as me they're doing it better than me I'm going to connect with them I'm going to support them we're going to learn from each other I'm going to reach out to them you know there's so much room for growth I've got a long list of content creators that I look up to for me like Those are all people who are in places where I see myself in a year, two years, five years, 10 years. And that's what's inspiration to me is when I see people 
you know, who came from similar backgrounds doing the things that I love to do. So I, I guess that's, there's so many people who inspire me. The list is long, but also like inspiration for me in my work comes from a lot of things besides other people. Like one of the biggest drivers for my edits is music. I feel like my mind functions different from like regular people when they listen to music. Like when I hear a song in my head, I'm thinking, all right, what shots can I put at this point in the song? How is this song going to flow in a video? Is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? Could I even use this song? So music is like a huge thing for me. And then another inspiration for my work is like movies. I love watching movies. You know, I think I did it with the last Miles video. Like the audio and sound bites from that video were from Creed 2. And you did that I, with uh, one of Ohio Wesleyan videos too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, actually. Like, Game of Thrones audio, like Batman, Dark Knight stuff. And, you know, it's cool to use like audio and sound bites from shows and movies like that too. And even just like watching movies, watching how they're shot the like mood and colors of a movie. Like I get inspired from that stuff too. So I think like inspiration from me comes from like a lot of different things, but yeah. I feel like that, I feel like that'd be so hard to like, do you have like in your mind, like this week I'm going to use this song or is it just kind of like, does it just all of a sudden you're like looking at the video itself and then you think of a song is it, or is it the other way around? With all my edits, I want to say I always pick the song first before I start chopping up footage. Um, and more times than not, I have like a list of songs that I do want to use when I'm making stuff. But it was funny, um, two weeks ago for the Miles video, uh, you know, like I said, I had only been using Miles clips and Miles had been playing good up to, you know, those weeks, but he didn't have any like huge strip sacks, like highlight real stuff. So that week I was like, you know, I don't really have that much new footage of Miles. And I felt like the videos were getting repetitive at the same time. So we weren't going to do a video that week. And then it's literally Friday and uh, they play Sunday and Jeremy calls me. He's like, yo, you got to cook something up because Juju had just did that clip where he said in the interview, he's like the Browns are the Browns. So it's Friday needed the video Saturday. And I had nothing. I had no idea what song I was going to use. And that's when we started brainstorming. and we're like, okay, like the mile stuff is kind of getting repetitive with using the same footage. Let's use these other guys. And I think with the combination of the Juju soundbite and then using the other players, like two days later, Jeremy texted me and he said that was like one of the most engaged posts on Miles' account. With the Miles content, a lot of his stuff blows up if he's one like dunking on dudes' heads or if he's like deadlifting 600 pounds, like freak stuff you don't always see. And yeah. for the, the mix to like blow up like that, using the other guys it was kind of like okay this is a formula that's working and so we did that flipped around did another video this week but i think like as a creator you always feel like this pressure to always one up your last piece of work oh i feel and, like the podcast especially like you yeah. always worry you always try to like oh that was a good episode but like you always like you do like yeah. you nitpick at the little things that people don't even realize yeah 100 percent, and like that pressure for me is something that like fuels me when the Browns beat the Steelers and the clock was winding down. I'm watching the game. I'm like, all right, I have to one up myself from last week because I thought last week's video was the best video I ever did. How was I going to top that? 
And like that challenge is like something I love. I love that. Trying to just always be getting better with everything you do. And that's like one of the things like I look back a year ago, year and a half ago, like I was creating content at a division three football program. And just to see like how much I've grown in such a short amount of time, I think it's like that pressure, like you always got to be evolving. You always got to be learning, always leveling up. So I think that's like a big reason why, you know, I've been able to grow so much. Oh, I can only imagine that 10 years from now, you're going to look at that one of those OU videos and be like, this is absolutely awful. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. See, we no, thought they were the freaking sweetest thing. Yeah. yeah. We, yeah. We thought they were like, cause we had wild bill, but his were more like just video clips of like the game. It wasn't really like yours was, was an edit. Like it actually had things like going with it, the good music. And cause wild yeah. bill, his videos, his music half the time didn't even really work well, but yeah. your, your stuff, like it just flowed so much better. And it yeah. was, I, I still have plenty of recordings on my phone of, from those, your videos of, that I have of me, but yeah, you're, yeah, you make some pretty would, fucking sweet shit. A lot of guys like can edit, but the storytelling isn't always there. So for me, I always like, how can I use these shots to tell a story in 60 seconds? I think like the last video I did for Miles was like one of the best examples of that. Like if you go back and watch it, the very opening shot is a video of Miles walking out onto the field in 2021. And then it fades away to Miles' his rookie year. All right. So then later in the video, there's a clip of Miles and it says, I want to rewrite history. And that kind of goes back to the, how the video started. Like Miles has been there since the start. He's been through the bad seasons and he wants to change that. And that's something like as a viewer, you don't think about that. It just flows with the video. But when you're putting it together, like that stuff is everything that elevates the content. And then like there was a shot of Baker. The line with Baker shot was, I didn't know if I could live up to the expectations. And like for the past couple of years, Baker like was underperforming. Like everyone thought he was a bust. And this year, like he proved that wrong. And so it's like selecting those shots, putting them where you feel they fit in the storyline is something that helps drive the story and then when people are watching it they feel more emotion and then people are like goosebumps because those are goosebumps moments when you see that in in the video yeah 100 percent. like you do get like because i you know i watch i'll watch the ohio state hype videos or yours that you met like you get those goosebumps where you're like especially like being an athlete you know that feeling you almost get that feeling like that pregame feeling where you're like oh oh shit like (laughs) I was going to ask you, have you like you make the 60 second social media videos? Have you ever thought about making like YouTube videos or like longer videos instead of like just the social media ones? I've thought I get a lot of DMs of people like asking me like how I do certain things or like what my workflow looks like behind the scenes. So I've thought about doing YouTube stuff in that sense. But I think like in the future, like if I'm working for a, a team or athletic department, like longer form content is just part of the job like you might have like a three four five minute game recap video um but you know for what i'm doing right now i don't really see a a fit for that longer form stuff um just been staying with the short form social media content but in the future it's definitely something that i'll be doing after watching like the last dance documentary stuff would be cool to film like 
really like get into storytelling. Yeah, most stuff I'm doing right now is pretty short. Do you prefer like the TikTok videos or do you like making the like the 60 second videos? Man, I uh, I was like hating on TikTok for a while. And then I um, was too. I used to do yeah. it all the time. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I actually started posting more of my content on there recently. And like the thing about TikTok is it is the easiest app for a creator to blow up on. Mm-hmm. Like you could have an account with five followers and never posted a video before. And their very first video could have 40 million views. Like that is crazy. There's no other platform that is like that. Like All that doesn't happen. A little bit of traction. Yeah. So I've just been posting more of my work on there and, you know, some of the videos get some traction, but, you know, I always like have the mindset, like share my work. It might fall into the right hands or someone might see it that are looking for an opportunity. So I just post, post, post. Exactly. It doesn't hurt you. Actually, it gives you more exposure and gives you, it helps yeah, you more than right. it hurts you way more. What do I have so, to lose from posting? Nothing, you know? Exactly. If you could go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice, what would it be? And that's a great question. And it's something I've thought about, honestly, like looking back on my college career, like I don't regret anything, but if I could change one thing, I wish I would have started earlier. Like, I wish I would have known that this is what I want to do and like started from like sophomore year. You know, I I think everything happened for a reason. And, you know, if that stuff would have changed, who knows? I may not even be where I am today, but man, I don't, I don't know. I guess like one piece of advice is like early on, always be like trying to learn things you don't know. Like there was times where I was like, scared to like dive into camera settings because I was like, what if this doesn't come out well? Like, what if I don't know what I'm doing? I was scared for a while to like get into photography. Like I was doing a lot of video and it's like, I don't know where to start with photo. I don't know like how to set my camera to take good pictures. So I think just like diving in, like don't be afraid to fail. I've failed so many times and those dead ends are like, okay, that didn't work. Let's make something that works. So I think just like always be learning is what I would like tell my younger self. Like, don't be afraid to like dive in and try new things. What are the goals of Carter Franklin going forward? Man, I want to, I want to create content at the highest level. What is the highest level for you? I don't know. And like, that's something I've thought about a lot lately is like, okay, like I'm a content creator, but like, when can I say I made it? right? When did I make it? It's something I realized is like, I already made it. I'm already doing what I love to do. And that's enough. Because there's a lot of people who spend their whole lives trying to figure out what they love to do. And I think if you're at a spot, and you like what you're doing, and you love what you're doing, you already made it. But long term, you know, I want to create content in the NFL. I want to work for a division one athletic department. I think if I could pick my ideal career path, I would want to stay in football. I love football. I love shooting football. Ideally, I'd like to stay in it. But you know, if I'm shooting for basketball, baseball, whatever sport at the next level, I would I would enjoy it thoroughly. Yeah. And it's funny because before shooting at OWU, like I knew nothing about football. I barely knew the rules. I don't even think I've been to a football game before shooting at OWU. And I think like every sport, like all student athletes are similar, right? But every sport is like unique 
And with football, there's just like that different aggression and like the atmosphere on a game day, like being on the sidelines, like that is something you don't get in any other sport. And for me, like, that's what made me fall in love with it. I like to wind down every episode with what I simply call Motivation Monday. Motivation Monday is for everybody listening, their little bump on their Monday morning. So what motivation or inspiration, I guess you might want to say, do you have for our listeners to get their week started? You know, you hear it all the time. And it's like, you always hear, chase your dreams, you know. Do what you're passionate passionate about. Find what you love. And I firmly believe no matter what you want to do in life, you can achieve it. The only thing stopping you from getting wherever you want to be is yourself. If you want to be a cook, you want to be an artist, you want to be a dancer, you want to be a creator, you can do it. Once you realize that the only thing stopping you is yourself, that's when you'll be successful. Everyone has heard like chase your dreams and like maybe they chase them for a year and then they stop. If you put in the work day in and day out and you firmly believe in yourself that you'll, you're going to make it, that's all that matters. I don't care if anyone else believes in me because I believe in myself. And I think like once you get in that mindset, there's no stopping you. Like you're going to take off. You're going to do things that other people thought you couldn't. So like chase your dreams, man. Like find what you're passionate about. You only live this life once. Like, why are you not going to do what you love? You know? So I guess like, that's my biggest piece of advice. I like that. That's good. I'm going to try something new this week. You're going to be my little test dummy and it's going to be, I'm going to try something new called rapid fire. I'm just going to basically list off questions like this or that questions, answer them as quick as you can. You ready? All right. Yep. Alrighty. I'm not going to answer that one or ask that one because I already, you already answered the videos or pictures one. So, uh, Mac or windows. Oh, Mac hundred percent tablet or computer computer, uh, Instagram or Twitter, Instagram, Instagram or TikTok, Instagram night hour, early bird night owl. Always. This, these are like, who would you rather record for a team or an individual uh, team high school, college or pro? Um, I'm going to go college NFL or NBA NFL. With that, that's a wrap on episode 18. Thank you so much for joining the show. Uh, Where can people find you on social media and stuff so they can go look at your stuff? Yeah, it's just C Frank Films, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, Hit me with a follow. Feel free to like DM me. I love connecting with new people, talking about things, people asking me questions. Definitely be sure to give him a follow. But for now, Roughnecks out. Man, what a fun conversation. Carter is really a great guy. And he's honestly inspiring to me personally because his story with making content is similar to me with the podcast. And the advice he gives is going to be something that is very beneficial to me. And I hope it can be beneficial to you too. He's inspiring me to keep pushing with this podcast because in like it's a message to those guests that you might not ever get because all you need is that one yes. You don't care. You're going to get told no a bunch, but all you need is that one yes. And that's a great piece of advice that he gave. Make sure you give him a follow on Instagram. After you follow him, make sure you follow us, of course, on Instagram at the Roughnecks Podcast and Twitter at RoughnecksPodC1. If you like this week's episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review so you don't miss any of our future episodes. You know the deal, though. For now, Roughnecks out.
Oh, thank you.